In recent years, there has been a poignant shift in driving while intoxicated ad campaigns, and for good reason. Let's listen in on a stark reality suddenly expressed in one such campaign from the Ad Council and Department of Transportation. Where's my husband? Where's my husband? Driver and a stop. One, she doing? two, three. She was a passenger. Oh. I was T-boned on the passenger yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just had some wine. I wasn't even drunk. I was just buzzed. What? You were just buzzed. Well, so you didn't tell us that. In that case, she's just fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Really? No, not really. Buzz driving. Maybe we should stop acting like it's no big deal. On this episode, we will focus on Alex's fourth research finding that impairment is detectable at below 0.08 and what that means on the water. This is Between the Waves, an audio series to discuss the topics important to today's water safety professional. So this topic's about impairment is detectable on persons with a BAC far below 0.08. So this is important in that 0.08 is the federal legal limit for driving. We only have one state at 0.1 at this point and one state at 0.05. So 0.08 is super common in boating as well. But it's really important for us to look at people are impaired, whether on land or on water, but more so on water, far below 0.08. People don't expect impairment, so they don't worry about it as much. They don't take the needed precautions knowing they'll be impaired. Given that even low BACs present greatly increasing relative risk in an on-water situation, alcohol use is more hazardous on a boat than in other settings. The relative risk of death is similar for operators and passengers and increases for both groups as BAC increases. Alcohol has significant impairing effects at or below 0.05%. That is important for us to look at in that Utah has lowered their level to 0.05, but there is no BAC level apart from zero at which impairment doesn't occur. It is very important to increase public awareness of the impairment that can occur at the lowest levels of intoxication. The reason for that being people don't expect impairment, so they don't worry about it. They don't do what they need to do to keep themselves safe. They don't refrain from boating. They don't refrain from driving because they think they're fine. I have heard a lot in victim impact panels is, I know my limits. As long as I stay below 0.08, I know my own limit. A lot of people think that their own limit is above 0.08. So that's something that We deal with a lot in terms of people that have been convicted of BUI or DUI. So officers and the public should be better trained to recognize behavioral cues at low BACs. By the time a subject's BAC reaches 0.03, the number of impaired cues, behavioral cues, is greater than the number that are not impaired. At 0.03, you're more impaired than you are not. This was done through a series of tests by a couple different medical agencies to define whether or not people had an impaired level on these tests. But at 0.03, they were impaired on more of the tests than they weren't impaired. And that is far below 0.08, and that wasn't even strictly on the water. So that's important for us to know as people in the community and also for the public to understand at which level you can be impaired even though you haven't had that much to drink. You think you're fine. You don't feel the impairment because so many of those cues are necessary for life if you're on a boating situation. 
Um, and there's a 52% increase in the odds of dying when a person's BC reaches 0.25. At 0.25, which we think is very high, but for many people on a crazy weekend on the water, that's common. For a 52.4% increase in dying, like you said, you can flip a coin at that point. And so that is such a huge number and a huge thing for us to be able to look at. You're more likely to die than you are not. And so that is going to be very interesting for us to look at even when talking about the level of BAC because yeah, at 0.25, you have 52% increase in dying, but maybe you're not gonna drink that much. Okay, what's your increase in the percent of likelihood of death at 0.1? Many people do get there. So that would be something that's super important for us to focus on both in our messaging and in our messaging to operators and to the public is be able to recognize both in yourself and in other people behavioral cues that indicate the lowest BAC. Um, and those are some cues that still have yet to be established. If you're in the boat behind them, being able to recognize those cues could save your life. We spend a lot of time in our respective programs educating the public on the risk of boating under the influence and its relative risk to the boating public. How much time and effort have we put in educating the public on buzz boating and its relative risk? It is important for all of us to carry the message that buzz boating is drunk boating and begin to carry the message from the roadway to the water. Thank you, Alex. On our next and final episode in this series, we will be taking a look at the culminating relative risk between operators and passengers and between men and women. Until next time, stay safe.